This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016, the amazing Leicester City!
Satellite Guy TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we? He's back. I found him. Look, he's back. My little Mr. Devil. Uh-huh. I tell you what, it's the only thing that we're popping up at my age, I'll tell you. Good evening. How are you all? Welcome along to Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, you can catch us on, you can catch up, you can catch us on Twitter and Facebook, but mainly on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. And if you are over on YouTube, please do what it says down there, subscribe. Click the smash or smash the likes button and click that notification. We've got a lot of shows coming up here in the next few weeks, including including this one with Mr. Taggart, who will be going through uh, his thoughts on the last season. And uh, that could be very, very interesting. But that is only available on YouTube and will only be available uh, if you are subscribed. So please make sure you subscribe if you want to watch that. Um well, we've just been looking at the bottom three, and there were very, three very nice bottoms, I'm not going to lie. We're going to look at the top two. Um, unfortunately, well, top two, we're going to look at the rest of the division. It's the prediction show. Oh, excuse me, that's, that, was, that was my Coke coming back. Still better up that end than going down the other. Um, we were going to be looking at a, the prediction show. Steve cannot be with us, unfortunately. It's the last one, and he couldn't make it. He is working late, um, but uh, thanks to Steve for letting me know. Brad, we weren't sure if he's joining us or not. He's probably still saying goodbye to Chloe on the phone. Now, you say goodbye. No, you say goodbye. No, go on. You say it first. I'll say it if you say <laughs> Oh, what it is to be young and in love, eh? <laughs> he's gone he was in the chat he's gone now <laughs> anyway this is a lester till i die tv thanks for watching Watching Lester Till I Die TV. Indeed, you are, and he's here, he's back. I can't go anywhere. It's like me and my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, uh, Dan, sorry, welcome along, mate. How the devil are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this uh, last yeah. week of the season, and uh, I've got big boots to fill, taking. Steve Lynx's place. You've got even bigger boots to fill because I think you're taking Brad's as well. <laughs> so <laughs> Brad, Brad was in here. Oh, and I think Brad could be back. Uh, let's just have a look. Are you there, Brad? Yeah, I am, mate. Sorry, I was having some technical issues. With uh, Earth calling yeah. Brad. Earth calling Brad. Can you hear me? Come in. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, mate. I know. I know. I'm winding you up. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Was, 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 it's these long goodbyes you have with Chloe that does it, you know. Yes, I wish that was the excuse, mate, but I was just... Oh. 
<laughs> we have no Steve tonight, mate. He's working late, as oh, you can God, see. Oh, God, no, we've been again. I thought you said what up and after Steve. I mean, I, how you doing, Dad? How you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm good, Brad. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Anthony sure. says, uh, big up, Chris. Hope you well. I think I'm a bit better than you are tonight, mate. Um, sorry to keep reminding you. And he says, big up, Dan, as well. He didn't say big well, up, Brad, because you weren't here, Brad. So nothing personal, I am sure. Um, oh, here we go. Hello. 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 <laughs> I expect him to start floating now like he's in the uh, <laughs> space that, that's station. On that's for my next trick. That's what I'm going to do Well, next can time. I just say... If it's good enough for your vision, if they can get somebody in uh, that floats in the space station, we can do it as well. We had, uh, and <laughs> what happened in North Macedonia in the Eurovision Song Contest? We won't mention it. We won't mention it. But England were second. At last, we're back. We're back. But talking of being back, it is, of course, the prediction show. We'll be keeping an eye on the fact that it is Southampton 1, Liverpool 1. And the bad news is that Forrest... Uh, a drawing with Sheffield United, so they are still up on aggregate for fuck's sake. Come on, Sheffield United. One job, one job you've got, and you can't even do it. Anyway, <laughs> Brad, how close is it? I mean, people are talking about Manchester City and Liverpool at the top and Everton, Burnley, and uh, Leeds down at the bottom, but you've you've overtaken me. You've oh, you've yeah. You've done a you've done a Liverpool almost. You've you've caught me up and you've overtaken me. Yeah, what I've done is I've decided not to re-add Mares the lead this time. I'm not going to fluff my line. So hopefully now I see. <laughs> see now, Chris, how the tables have turned. So I've got to copy you. I'll stay in front after sweet. I'm just copying all your answers, so I'll win by default that way. Well, let me just have a look and see. That's, it's good. It's good down to the wire, isn't it? I mean, Steve's not blessing. <laughs> just enjoy yourself, Dan. You know what you got to do with two teams. Apart from that, just enjoy it. You're not going to win for him. Yeah, why not? The other week he got none, so he can't do any worse than that. <laughs> um, uh, let's just have a look. Nobody's gone for the draw uh, today. Southampton yeah. win. Steve went for, uh, but you and me both went Liverpool, Brad. But. We disagreed on Everton Palace. We disagreed on Villa Burnley. Yeah, someone might just have a lead. Yeah, but we did agree on oh, Chelsea. On Ooh. yeah, on Chelsea Leicester. Um on that. So let us have a look because it is getting rather exciting. And there are well, there's ten matches this weekend, and um I'll tell you what, there is eight of them that affect in some way the top or the bottom playoffs. I think there's um, only Leicester, Southampton, um, Chelsea, no, and Chelsea and Watford. Those two games don't affect the 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 the, the, the you know the, the winners of the league, the European places, or the bottom. It's as a neutral, and we haven't got any horse, you know, in this race here for once, uh, Brad. <laughs> it's an exciting weekend. Yeah, it's nice to be that one that gets to see the uh, Arsenal. I mean, the rest bottle it for a change. You it? said like... that just as Luca pops up there. Oh, it's, it's like <laughs> I know. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, that that is tactical genius. No wonder they, they've awarded him with a new deal. I mean, what sort of man ditches his club out of Europe 
because they don't because they're too good for the Europa League to concentrate on qualifying for the Europa League. Know your standards and know your place, Arsenal FC. That's where you belong in that competition. Well, all I can say is, I do, Luca. I hope you have calmed down. Because there was a bit. I mean, apart from the wind-up banter, which obviously there's always going to be. I was a bit concerned for you on your show the other night because your face was red. I wasn't sure whether you were um, had been out in the sun all day or, as Dan said on the show earlier, you just got your steam coming out. You, you were that red. You 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 lost it a little bit there, Luca. I've, if you think I have rants, you should have seen Luca's the other night. Get over and check it out on his channel. Oh, dear. Bless him. Bless him. Well, look, let me, guys. That is so much... At the top, we we talked about the bottom in the show before, um, and and uh, we're we're down on that one. And we, you, I think everybody knows, you know, if if they if they do what they've got to do, it's in their own hands except Leeds. And at least Dan, it's in your hands, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, to be honest, Thursday night, let's just focus on that. It's a must not lose. And then the last game, whatever happens, whatever happens in the Villa game, we win. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a must not lose. Well, I've got to say, neither myself, Brad or Steve, give you much hope against Villa, as you can see there, because no one yeah. has gone for a Burnley win. Uh, I'm hoping that's a good omen. I'm hoping that's a good omen that you're backed <laughs> against. We always like to be the underdog in a game, so I'll take that. Dan, but, all I'll tell you is, teams that I back with would be either win or draw, mate. It's just, just my logic. So you're on to something there, at least. <laughs> well, we don't want everything to be sorted before we get to the weekend, because then no point in us having any shows at the weekend. But let's just try and work out now. Excuse me. Let me just let's try and work out now what is going to happen at the top. Now, Brad, Dan, listen very carefully because you will be asked questions on this at the end. So be sure uh, to do it. So the top four in the Premier League qualify for the Champions League group stage. Fifth place and the FA Cup winners qualify for the Europa League group stage. The Caribou Cup winners qualify for the Europa Conference League playoff, not just necessarily the, uh, the, the group stage. However, because Liverpool won the FA Cup, their Europa League qualifying spot for winning the competition will be passed down to the next highest Premier League finisher who doesn't qualify for Europe. Now, that could be interesting. That could be very interesting because that could go down to possibly to eighth. Um, similarly, and I can never say that word, uh, almost the same because Liverpool won the Caribou Cup and will finish in the top four. Their Europa Conference League qualifying spot from that competition will go to the next highest Premier League finisher without European football. Are we following this? So that mm -hmm. means sides which finish sixth and seventh in the Premier League table are in contention for a place in the Europa League or Europa Conference League, respectively, next season. It doesn't end. It, doesn't, it still goes on. So as it stands, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea and Tottenham, sorry, Luca and uh, Anthony, would qualify for the Champions League by finishing in the Premier League's top four positions. 
But Arsenal would go into the Europa League along with Manchester United, who would get in thanks to Liverpool passing on their spot from winning the FA Cup. Oh, I bet Man United and Liverpool love that. Um, seventh place West Ham would qualify for the Europa Conference League thanks to Liverpool's Carew Cup winner spot being passed on. And are we all clear on that? Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> the question is, for your first part, I know, it's complicated, isn't it? But basically, basically, it goes down to seventh, which I thought it did anyway, but it didn't. Um, it's going to be, it's, I mean, it's, it is complicated, but we know we can't get there, Brad, don't we? Yeah, and, you know, maybe unlike Arsenal, we demand Champions League football. We'll be looking to just make sure we re-steady that ship just a little bit next season. We'll be hoping for a fully fit team. We'll be hoping to continue this nice run to start off with, which is good. Mm. We could win one of these last two games. It'll be three wins out of four. That's some, something to look forward to for next season. And hopefully then we don't need to worry about Liverpool's and the Man City's winning the Carabao's and the FA Cups together. We'll be up there fighting with them. I want to. I want to quote most Arsenal fans here that we're we're not in Europe next season. That means we can go all out and qualify for the Champions League. Yeah, <laughs> shows you how deep the problems really are, doesn't it? Doesn't it just? Doesn't it just? Anyway, um, <laughs> Anthony, I'm not putting that up. That's a very naughty word. Surprised to hear that from your. From your mouth, Anthony, or from your fingers, just trust the process. They ain't that, don't they? They ain't that. <laughs> right, the first game: um, Arsenal against Everton. Now uh, we hi. I have something new this um, this 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 week, and I don't know how well it's going to work, um, but. This is a comparison of the teams, which you may... I don't know if you can see that at all, guys. Um, I can see the pretty colours. Yeah, there's lots <laughs> of pretty colours. I can see, well, I can see our arse badge, and that's about it. Well, let me tell you what, what we're looking at here. It's just... It's Squawker with Opta just comparing the two teams. So, uh, Everton have got an Opta performance index of 786. Uh, Arsenal is 825. Um, Everton, you can as you can probably see, has lost a lot more possession than um, Arsenal have. Uh, goals, Arsenal scored twenty odd more than Arsenal, uh, but the conversion rate for Everton is better than Arsenal. That, that's surprising, and their accuracy is better as well. Uh, but they've they've only kept eight clean sheets all season, uh, and goals conceded. Ooh, Everton fifty nine. Uh, they've had 75 yellow cards and six reds, and I think a lot of them have come in the last couple of games, haven't they? So, but let's have a look at the um form going into this, and there you can see it Arsenal uh, lost to Newcastle, lost to Tottenham, they did manage to beat Leeds, they managed to beat West Ham. Oh, let's be honest with you, they did what everybody's done, they beat Man United as well. Why, Everton, uh. Lost against Brentford. That was a big loss for them. Uh, they drew with Watford, which wasn't a bad wasn't a bad result. Say they were away from home. They they beat the mighty Leicester. 
Everton, they managed one. Well, surprise victory against Chelsea, of course. Um, but they, they were absolutely played off the park in the in the in the derby against uh, Liverpool. Dan, come to you first. Which way do you see this going? Now, I know you said bearing in mind I'm taking Steve's position and Steve can't sh- really go. Sh- I wasn't supposed to, you weren't supposed to give that clue away. You were supposed to just go for everything. But no, no, I'm. I can't see it. Everton's form away from home is bad. So I think if I if I'm gonna be if I am gonna talk my Steve head, it's gonna be a case of probably a draw. Well, I've got you. I'll let you go for the draw, but it has amazingly jumped into the Everton win column on on my. <laughs> He's well, I'll tell you something else that's just jumped in, Chris. The ball at Nottingham Forest and Sheffield United. Oh. Sheffield United have just bagged. So it is now 3-3 on aggregate. Oh, come on, Sheffield United. Oh, Get in come Because that would be so funny if the biggest yeah. achievement of their season is knocking us out of the FA Cup. Shag the forest. Come on. Come on. No, no, no. This fucking we want a local derby nonsense. We don't. We just don't want forest to come up. So we never hear the end. We could have a Yorkshire derby in the uh in the playoff final. Yeah, we could. This is true. This is true. Um, Brad, we we know, I mean, and I take on board what you're saying, Dan, but unfortunately I do have to put it down as an Everton for Steve. Um Brad, because you said earlier I could do go draw or win. So I thought I'd go draw. Yeah, you did earlier. I on lied. Last one. I lied. It's got to be. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, Brad, I mean, it depends which Arsenal turn up, I guess, doesn't it? I think it'll be the Arsenal. I think Arsenal will turn up for this because they'll have no choice. But unfortunately, I think the result will be a bit irrelevant. In fact, all they'll end up doing is their highest achievement this season will be being a team that sent everything down because I don't know why, but I think that Brentford results. Killed Everton, uh, killed Everton off. You just can't do that against a side that had nothing to play for and weren't getting any, weren't interested in getting anything from that game in the first, what, 15, 20 minutes of it or whatever it was for the red, red card. They mm. fought back again. I, I think they'll be done by this point. I think I think they'll get beaten in the midweek. Uh, and I don't see it changing. I think Arsenal win this. Uh, Liverpool will have gone two one up as well, by the way. So it's all it's all back up to play. No, I, don't, for... I don't care. They had, they had one job nine nil to give Southampton <laughs> a nine nil, but no. I look. I said to Brett, we was on the show earlier, and when Southampton went one nil up, the, the BBC put a text, and then they must have known it was a joke, obviously as well. But it went. The text just said, "Well then." And it was from Pep in Manchester. <laughs> I, love, I love players. I love fans' humour. I really do. Do you know what? This one, um, if it was at Everton, and that is the, the, the thing, and I said this on the show to Elton, um, I think the, the, the when you know, they played at Everton, the crowd this season have been absolutely amazing. Uh, but Arsenal... And I'm sorry, I don't know if Luke is still in, but Anthony, I'm really sorry, mate. Your team has just been neither one thing or the other this season. You know, you didn't have European football and you were saying you're going to get Champions League. You haven't, and I get it. I wouldn't have expected Champions League, to be honest with you, because Arteta is, and I know you hate him, but he is building something there. 
you know, he's it's a young, he's probably the youngest team in the division at the moment. Um, he's got rid of all the troublemakers, and whether they scored or not, or were good players or not, the troublemakers, you know, he's got rid of them. Um, and it's going to take time, you know. And Liverpool had to wait 30 years to get back to where they were. And, you know, you lot are crying after one or two seasons when you've, you know, missed out on Europe. Um, I'd love to, sorry, Anthony, but I would love to see Everton win it simply because it would, you know, make the Arsenal fans cry even more and we can go on and watch uh, somebody kick the table on Arsenal Fan TV. But I'm going to have to go for a draw on this one. I'm actually going to uh, disagree with you, Gar, both of you. I think uh, Arsenal, I just can't trust them. And Everton are fighting for their lives. And I think they may get um, a draw. I think they may get a draw. Uh, Scott, uh, that isn't um, breaking news. <laughs> That's been out all day about Kieran Dewsbury Hall winning player, um, players player and young player of the season. Um, so that is the first game. We are literally split on that one. Um, the next game, we come along, and this is one that will have a huge, huge impact on the bottom of the table. Um, Brentford hosting Leeds. Leeds have only got the one game left, Dan. You and Everton have got two. Um, and if we look here, I mean, you've you just got to say here that it, it's all Brentford. You know, all the Reds are Brentford. Um, if we bring this up here, uh, there we go. Yeah, it's all apart from possession lost, which is one that you don't want anyway. Um, it is all it is all Brentford there. Um, and there's the there's the form table. Which way do you, I mean you? I know which way you hope, but which way do you think it will go? It's a, it's another tough one to call. Um, Leeds need the points. They know they've got to get at, they get themselves out of it. But Brentford haven't been pushovers this year, and they're going for the highest points total of a you know of a top top league season. So I expect Brentford to sort of carry on their run of form. The fact that they were looked down and buried in that Everton game, and then came back with such a fart. Um, for me, shows that they are, you know, no matter whether the position can change and the amount of money is different, um, they're playing for something. Brentford are mm. still playing for something. Or it feels like that when, you, when you're looking at them play. So I think Leeds are in the mud and I'm going to go for Brentford. You are going for Brentford, right. Um, thanks a lot, thanks very much, uh, Neil. By the way, uh, beyond the 90 LCFC, great Leicester channel. Get over there if you haven't already and give him your support and your love. Um, no, I, mean, I don't mean sending porn, obviously, but you know, <laughs> go, over there, go over there and give him some, it's a great Leicester channel. He's on here a lot, Neil. Thank you very much, mate. They are very nice, kind words indeed. Um, Brad, I mean. It's still or die for Leeds. I mean, they could be down before then, I think, with the weekend's games, but can you see them actually getting anything? Nope. Nope. I'm in full agreement with Dan. Just when you thought maybe, we, we, you know, we kind of thought maybe they'd gone there a bit prematurely this season, didn't we? We thought, oh, mm. maybe they've gone to the beach ahead of time and they're a bit worried now. And then you thought, 
once they were mathematically safe, you thought, oh, well, congratulations, well done. Objective complete, brilliant season. Let's face it, it's a brilliant season. Yeah. You know, they'll take that, they can step off the gas. And again, you you know, even against 10 men, we've seen it, it's not always easy. You're expecting, and that's the thing, and away from home against a resurgent, uh, you know, a very resurgent fan base at Goodison, that could have been a game that they just tried, kind of gave in at the end because they just didn't see the point in trying to get through 11 men and, and maybe snuck out a two-all two all draw. But they kept going, they wanted to win the game, and I could only see that being a frustration for Leeds. Again, I think they're going to get frustrated by it. Said this American was an absolute fraud. Sounds like an absolute baseball coach. Stick, stick to over there, mate, for this one, the way he coaches. <laughs> Leeds to get beat 3-1 or 3-0. I think Brentford are going to splash them. Yeah, I mean, I, I Leeds are favourite to go down. Um, again, the, you know, we, we said as well, if you look at their goal difference, it's double what Burnley's is. And that's going to be worth a point. You know, they're not going to go and smash anybody 20-odd nil to sort of turn that round. But and I, I, I can understand why they got rid of Bielsa. And, I mean, it was his it was his team that was letting those big, you know, big, losing big time earlier in the season that is costing them now more than likely with the goal difference. Although that might not make any difference, obviously, in the end. I just think, is this, is this March... Is it Jesse March? I don't know what he's called. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jesse March. Is he the right man to come in and galvanise a lead side? I mean, you know, he's, he'd be more interested in talking with Mystic Meg than he does about, you know, getting tactics on the field, uh, all these different people that he's supposed to be talking to. Um, I, I said a few weeks ago, and again, I said this earlier in, in the show earlier, that I didn't think Leeds would get drawn into this. They are... I said earlier that Everton were going to get <laughs> going to go down. It looks like they could be safe. I said Burnley were safe a few weeks ago, and then they went and cocked it up. So whatever I go for will probably be wrong. But I have to, I'm afraid, agree with you. I couldn't probably say this earlier because we had a Leeds fan on, but um, I'm going to agree with you guys. For me, it's a Brentford win. I think, um, and, and it's going to be great to see Brentford back with us next season as well. Which is the good thing. So now I don't know. Well, I can kind of guess where we're going with this one with um with Brad. Uh Brighton versus West Ham. And I haven't actually I, I've there's been a bit of a cock up with that one because for some reason it didn't load properly. So I haven't got the uh who who's better what team there. But that's the form. Um Brighton I mean, they, they, they drew with Leeds, they, but they beat Man United 4-0. They beat Wolves 3-0, but they could only draw with Southampton. Uh, and they lost to Man City, which, in fairness, most most of us have done this season. Yeah. You know, West Ham, they're out of Europe now. You know, they beat Norwich 4-0. They lost to Arsenal. They lost to Chelsea. They drew with you guys uh, when you visited them. But they did get that draw with Man City and nearly caused an upset could go either way this one. I mean, and if, couldn't it? Sorry, Dan. It could, yeah. Um, Brighton are a team that, as we've said for a few seasons now, you, you, you seem to write them off and say, oh, they're on the beach at this point. But the mm. result against United recently goes to show that they, they wasn't, they wasn't um, on, the, on the beach as, as, as such. Um, the game away at Leeds, probably gut-wrenching. 
really for for Brighton fans because mm. as I said earlier to to Carl, um, the Leeds fan, that Welbeck should have easily had a hat trick, could have easily had an hat trick, um, but just couldn't find his feet. Uh, Brighton very unlucky in that game, and as as you've seen this season. 90-plus minute goals can cost you and it makes mm. that draw seem like a defeat. West Ham... Well, <laughs> Why do you it's one, of them. It's, one, it's one of them, though. We went, like West Ham, similar to what we said about what, what we said about Newcastle, you know, they, they've had their game, their game at home where they've celebrated, they've done the lap of honour. For them, it's just, this is just a game that rate. It were, it were all about Mark Noble the other day and making yeah. sure that everything were a good send off so it is a very tough one to call uh, however I'm going to go for a draw you are going for the old splinter in the arse situation oh I am indeed uh, yes um, Brad you know we both agree on, on well we used to on Graham Potter um, I've got to say credit to him because he had a good start he then he was bottom. What we said he was he was bottom of the the form table, um, and Brighton were looking like they were just going to be dropping and dropping and dropping. All credit to him, he's turned it round. Uh, they sit just behind us at the moment in tenth place, thanks to that Leeds goal. Um, which way? I mean, and we know obviously, you know that we have which way your loyalties lie on this one, but is it going to be a draw again for you? Well, actually, the, the loyalties are a bit split on this because one of my granddads was a diehard West Ham fan and obviously my other half is a Brighton fan. But I'm mm. going to stick to the ta- I'm going to stick to my tactic that's served me very, very well over the last few weeks. Happy wife, happy life. I go for a draw. They don't <laughs> seem to lose. So I'll take the draw. Well, to be honest with you, Brad, uh, if you look at it there, the last two games have been draws. So um, <laughs> it's worked to my favour. Yeah, though, West yeah, Ham um, back in December and back in last May, one-one. And the funny thing is, all joking aside on that, I totally agree with you both. I can't yeah. split these two. It, it, interesting fact, actually, about Lisa. It's just clicked in my head that Chloe told me. I don't believe Brighton have ever lost to West Ham in the Premier League. Whoa. Wow! Whoa! I think that's a fact that she told me. I'm pretty sure that's still the case. They have never mm. lost to them in the Premier League. Wow! I mean, when you look, you know, at the top half of the table, uh, you know, eleventh is Brentford, tenth is Brighton, nine is Wolves, seven West Ham. It's good to have those teams up there, isn't it? It is. It is. It's good to have that because, you know. You personally can speak about that. You've been up there. You've fought amongst you know the big boys. Mm. So it's nice to see. And I know you've mentioned it quite often that you see it as a positive. That it's not always about the same six. It's not always about the same six fighting it out season in season out. We've also got other teams in there that are willing to push and fight for the cause. And uh, it, it's nice to see, as you say. Mm. It is, it is. Now then, talking about not having a horse in the race, uh, the next game, Burnley host a resurgent Newcastle. Um, so when you um, look at the, the stats here, um, they are mainly, well, no, they're pretty split, actually, uh, in fairness. 
Um, it's the, like the, my boxes. The, yeah, well, I <laughs> know I'm not going to say anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Burnley's is six seven five. Newcastle is six five four. Uh, possession lost is a, a lot higher for Burnley. Um, goals. There's 10 difference. Conversion rate, 11% for you, 13 for Newcastle. I mean, a, a lot of these Newcastle were affected by, um, you know, the early, the early form before they got rid of Bruce. Uh, shot accuracy, 40% for you guys and 45% for Newcastle. And only nine clean sheets, 50 goals conceded, um, but Newcastle conceded 61 66 yellow cards to their 79. And when we look at the form, as you can see here, how confident how confident do you feel going into this, Dan? I felt I felt confident listening to the outside noise. You know, that Newcastle fans are all like, oh, who gives a shit, chuck the game. You know, play Anton Deck in the middle of the park with Jimmy Nail. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've they've all been saying stuff like that. They're not that bothered, but it's all well and good having a fan, a fan. You know, their fan base tell you that, but then players on the pitch, Eddie Howe and you know, Gudusi and Amanda Stavely, they're they're going to tell you all a different story. So it's gonna. I think we're going to be in for a tough one, but I just think Burnley will edge it. I just think the fact that it's the final day at home. We've seen we've seen West Ham get a, a, a decent result against Man City. Newcastle gone, you know, help Arsenal's demise. Uh, Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle help Arsenal's demise. So seems that teams on the final day or you know the final home games are, are, are winning them. So mm. yeah, I can't go against my team for this one, Chris. I'm going to have to go for Burnley. Steve, I know you do like Burnley. <laughs> he does. In fairness, in fairness, he does, mate. Uh, and I, I have a feeling he probably would go for you. He would go for you for this one, I think. Um, Brad, it's a different Newcastle to um, start of the season. Uh, I mean, they are sat in. Um, oh, has Brad gone? No, Brad's back. Uh, yeah. You went for a minute, then, Brad. Yeah, um, that was the that is the quickest pee in, uh, <laughs> in, I know, right. in YouTube history. My God, Have you got a she wee there. Um, <laughs> Newcastle are in twelfth. I tell you something, they would want to finish high. They're not going to take this as a, just as an easy game. Eddie Howe would never do that anyway, knowing as no. I do from his Bournemouth days. And I think he would. You know, if 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 Newcastle could finish top ten. After what they've been through and the start they had under, um, you know, well, it wasn't so much a Brucey bonus, was it? But um, I, <laughs> which way can uh, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment to call this one, Brad? But uh, which way are you going to go on it? I can see why you're struggling to call this one because I actually think the results um, in the midweek are vital to how this relegation battle turns out because. I think even a point for Burnley in the midweek game could be enough because that would put you above Leeds, right? I'm, I'm right in thinking, Dan. So would yeah, that yeah, not... no, 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 we'd be we'd be level on points, I think. Yeah, but your goal difference is far superior. Oh yeah, that's an extra point in itself. Yeah. yeah. So taking that on board, I honestly just don't. This this has got a weird feeling to me. I think after all this excitement, all this build, 
you know, Burnley nick a draw, or Everton lose, or whatever it'll be, and you'll all be a point apiece of whatever you are against, and Leeds will be in that bottom three. I can see Leeds losing. I can see Everton losing. I can see Newcastle really trying to upset your day. So I'm going to go and say that Burnley... Burnley stay up, but they lose against Newcastle. It's going to be very anticlimactic in a sense. I'm not... I'm sure you won't enjoy it, Dan. I'm sure you won't enjoy it. But I've just got this funny feeling, like you said, that just because the fans are kind of thrown in the town that arse, they'll be there for a holiday. If the Georgians aren't at every away game they go to, let's face it. But I just feel this is a game where Eddie Howe wants to really stamp his mark and show that he can do it and he can be trusted with money. And the higher they finish, the better it looks on him to kind of get the new owners giving him more trust. And you saw that performance against Arsenal because... They do like to cause an upset when they've got nothing to play for at Newcastle. Look mm. what they did. Look, like, yeah. look what they did to Tottenham. Where did the Tottenham finish that season? Weren't second and it weren't first. Mm. So no. I just think Newcastle might just do something, but other results will benefit you. So yeah, Newcastle win for me, correct? Also, Newcastle can go and get if they win. I think they'd finish on forty-nine points, which would be their highest ever finish. Um, oh yeah, they'll all be different, um, <laughs> but. Remind him, Kate. Don't worry. I've written them down. Remind him. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not Dan today. I'm Steve. I should have changed my name prior to coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, One job. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be Newcastle's highest finish since their relegation in 2017. So uh, you see, I. It is a hard one to call. Um, I mean, with what Eddie Howe's had to work with this season, which is only one or two new players coming in, um, I'm kind of just, well, I'm not worried because I'd like to see them do well next season. I just think next season, when they've got those signings, that they are going to be, you know, firing on all cylinders. It's going to be, you know... um, Exactly, Luca. I mean, yeah, we've done. We'll do Arsenal in a minute. I'd like, to, I'd like to think, Chris, that Kieran Trippier, um, and Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall, the assistant manager, will all think, you know what? We had a really good time at Burnley. Let, let's not let let's not relegate them. Let's let's give them a bit mm-hmm. of an easy day out. Let them let them uh, have the win. Sod it. You see, the worry for me with this one is. And I'm not saying we, we talked about this early. We're not. I'm not saying that if you still had Sean Dice that you wouldn't be in this position. But you know, we, you're asking a guy who's was you under was he under twenty three manager? Um, yeah, yeah. To to, to to be in this position, it's hard. And you know, Eddie Howe, you know, he's been there, seen it, got the t shirt. He's obviously gone. You know, he's brought a team from minus seventeen points in the fourth tier up to you know, Premier League football for five, six years, however long it was. And then he was absolutely, you know, in the in the mire himself when Bournemouth went down. I th- I'm sorry, Dan. I think you will stay up because I think Leeds will go down. But I think Newcastle will get the win on this one. I, no, that's fair. That's fair. Don't know. It's um, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and all I will say to everybody is, on Sunday, I know Dan's got his own show coming up, um, but this is my channel, so I'm going to promote mine. On the last day, uh, join us at three o'clock, and we're doing a Soccer Sunday final day watch along. Uh, following the, we follow the title battle, 
uh, which is still on because Liverpool have won 2-1. Uh, fight for Europe. Uh, who's going to get the Champions League? Who's going to get the Europa and the Conference Leagues? And the scrap for survival. But if you do want to sort of follow Burnley, um, particularly Dan is doing exactly the same idea with a Leeds fan on his channel, Turf Morehouse TV. But we're going to try and cover all 10 games for you. Uh, it could all go desperately wrong. It really could. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm just, oh, just trying to... Um, Kate, Kate and Rennie are having a bit of a conversation. Um, <laughs> no surprise. Uh, Chelsea versus Watford. And all London, well, not quite all London derby, but I, Watford was near as damn it are in London. Um, let's have a look at this. I mean, need, needless to say that it's really all basically uh, Chelsea on, on, on the facts. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Uh I mean, if you look at their possession lost for Chelsea, it's 301 times. For Watford, it's 5,530 times. That kind of sums their season up, doesn't it, really? Um, uh, goals, um, I don't know why I've got three goals for Chelsea. I think something's gone wrong there. <laughs> I, think, I think that three there should be the number of times they've lost the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> shot accuracy. What well, I, I think that Chelsea one's a little bit wrong to be honest with you. Uh, but there we go because apparently goals conceded is only one. I think there's conceded more than that on, on this, but anyway, looking, um, it, it's it's we know it's going to be a, a Chelsea win, this isn't it? Watford have looked like they've been on the beach with the cocktails for about well, since January. Let's be honest with you, Dan. Yeah, you can't look any further than Chelsea, to be honest. Even though they've had a bit of a blip recently. Yeah, it's it's Watford. It's Watford. No matter what, Roy Hodgson's already chucked the towel in. He, he, he knows he's off. He couldn't give a shit. It's, it's Chelsea every day of the week. Are you going to be that easy, Brad? Oh, no, I'm not that easy. But, uh, oh, you meant the football predictions. Right, um... <laughs> That's not what I heard. <laughs> no, no. Um, see, the thing is, right, I will say this. If Chelsea, if Chelsea lose this game and you suck, you suck two shell by a fucking carrier pigeon, you don't even waste a free text on him at half-time. You just suck him <laughs> by a carrier pigeon. Um, but I, actually, to be fair, though, I, I can actually see him getting the sack. I don't say these new owners or whatever would be like Roman Abramovich, but, you know, we talk, don't we? us about Brendan saying, oh, well, if someone else comes in and disrupts the team, he might not want to play half them. I think they need someone better to coach this 25-man because he certainly ain't got a clue. But unfortunately, I have to agree with Dan on the say that I think we'll see Lukaku do a Pogba, score a goal and come to the cameras going, I'm back. It's like, well done, mate. You know, you, you're going to score one goal and take your time mm. to about six for the season against Watford. But yeah, I think somehow they'll they'll just, it'll be a dull game. I don't see it being a big score, but I think they'll, they'll, they'll beat them. I mean, Chelsea have got to, to look out. They're in third at the moment. Um, Tottenham are only two points behind them. Uh, but Chelsea have got to play us midweek, of course. So we'll, Tottenham will only still only be two points behind them. <laughs> I'm joking. I wish. I wish. I mean, you know, I can see, I can even see Lukaku turning up for this one and, and, and getting a hat trick. To be honest with you, and I, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised that this this could even go past the nine nil. 
It really could. Uh, it's going to be Chelsea all the way. Watford, I'm sorry. It was the wrong, you've had the wrong managers for I don't know how long. You have a decent manager that brings you up and gets you to seventh. Um, uh, sorry, twelfth after seven weeks, and you sack him. I just don't get it. I just don't uh, get it. Uh, hey, Chris, did, 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 you, did you hear about the question that the journalist asked Thomas Tuchel about why Timo Werner didn't come on? No. Apparently, he turned around to him and asked him why didn't Timo Werner come on with penalties come up. He says, oh, he was supposed to be on the pitch, but he missed it and fell on the bench. I know, play the music, play the tumbleweave. Go on, get it out. I've been dying to say that for about an hour and it wasn't worth it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, but thank you for making my jokes look funny. <laughs> I know, I do, I do have a service. I do have a service. <laughs> Statman Steve, hello, hey, welcome Steve. along. How the devil are you? Um, well done tonight. You've kept it alive for another game. Um, I'm talking to the, another game, Crystal Palace versus Manchester United. Um, Dan, I mean, let's have a look at their stats. Um, the Man United are slightly ahead of Palace. On most things, uh, they've lost. They've lost possession less. I mean, we shouldn't be. We should be surprised at these figures, but we're kind of not with the way that uh, Man United have been playing. Um, more goals conceded for Man United as well. Only eight clean sheets. I mean, you know, as a Man United fan, you've got to be looking at that and thinking, what the hell is going on? Things, as they say in the sh in the song, things can only get better for them. It can. Uh, I don't think it will. Personally, I just don't think it will. I think no matter what Tenag does, they need they need sort of uh, they need to be rejuvenated from top to bottom. Mm. It's it, it's it's beyond the scenes that Man United need to change because nothing will change on the pitch until it's all sorted off. It. Um, however, in terms of this match, Man United haven't really got much to play for. Neither do Palace. If anything, it's just bragging rights through wins the game. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna again enjoy enjoy the uh the splinter firmly in my backside. I'm gonna call this one a draw. Right. Um you say that they have actually got anything to play for. If West Ham win and Man United lose, Man United go into the conference league. And West Ham would go into the Europa League. Oh, dear me. Uh, those Man United fans that were saying, uh, if we get into the Conference League, we'll use it to play the youngsters. Maybe you need to play the youngsters every, every week in the season. I mean, let's be honest with you, Brad. They've got a team with some stars in there. But, well, let me rephrase that. They've got a squad with star names in there, but they haven't got a team, have they? Yeah, but they've got a they've got a man, manager that shows about as much tactical aptitude as I do. You know, as I do science in, in general, because I don't, I have nothing that was. I don't know anything about science. Like the natural, you know, this guy is clearly an upstairs bloke because that's the way. The only reason they got him to sign was because he'd be he'd be going sitting upstairs or. Sitting upstairs for a year in Austria uh, for the manager's job there, or whatever it is. Um, I mean, how much of a disaster can be can you be if you've not even got your new job and you're already trying to get out of that job because you're bad at it and you feel they're going to sack you? I don't know, but like Dan said, they've got so much overhaul. It's not you know you could see them on an episode of bargaining, couldn't you? 
Fred mm. Sale, we'll chuck in Fred and McTominay, two for 150. We'll, we'll sell you them both for a pound. They, they, they need a <laughs> massive clear out top to bottom uh, in all departments. Uh, Palace have had probably a, a, a very good season, you'd say, considering how they normally do. It might not look it in terms of points-wise and that, but the way the season's been and how close everybody's been, they're, they're, they're up there, aren't they, in the top, top 12, I believe. Well, near the 13th, but I'll give you that. Ah, well. I'm looking for them, I guess. But no, listen, I don't know if it's just because they've changed the style of football that they've they they look like they're doing a bit better, playing a bit more aggressive. Vieira um, was probably favourite for the sack, so that probably yeah. made it look better than what it is as well, which he deserves the credit for. And I think mm. I actually think they're going to win this game because when you're that much a disaster, nothing changes until Ten Hag's been there about ten weeks, and even then it'll only be starting. To <laughs> no, no, no. Give, give him his correct name now. Is Eleven Hag? Oh, I'm going. See you later. I'm not doing this. I'm not dealing with these 11 out jokes. Man, I mean, you know, they are singing songs for him already. And it's embarrassing. Well, it's embarrassing. No. I mean, we, we, were we not singing Mandrich as a Leicester fan before we'd even put pen to paper on buying us? I mean, yeah, but at least we didn't sing, at least we didn't change his name and start doing like. Woman, lady, man, rich. I don't know how we could have done it. So counting up to ten, that's just, it's, it's embarrassing. It's just an embarrassing chant. I don't know, Man U fans, I like think it's actually embarrassing than it is. You shouldn't... I mean, I just hope that... I mean, again, at the end of the day, it's down. And we said earlier, I mean, our owners, we've got fantastic owners. They've donated a million pounds to, to Leicestershire Hospices again. Uh, and at yesterday's awards, I mean, they're just absolutely, they're everything that fans want in owners. We couldn't want for any better. Maybe just a little bit more money. But, you know, these owners, they need to sort of get their head round. And the fans have got to get their head round this. That You know, you've had Solskjaer, who's got them to second and fourth for two seasons running, got them Champions League. They've got rid of the man that's got them Champions League for two seasons and brought in a man who is possibly going to take them into the Conference League. Um <laughs> The, the, you know, the Man United fans have got to sit there and go, right, let's write a couple of seasons off here. Let's get this right. Let's turn it round, and then maybe they can get it right. But the fact of the matter is that they'll be shouting and screaming if they're not top six next season. You know, sometimes these clubs have got to do this. They've got to take a couple of years out, uh, you know, cough Arsenal sort of thing. You know, you've got to accept for a couple of years things have to be put back together and mended. Um, I've, I've got to go for a Palace win on this one because yes, you, you're absolutely right. You know, they got you, you You say you sat that manager, then you bring a manager in that isn't a manager, uh, but people, the, you know, the players know that he's not going to be there next season as a manager anyway. Um, and they've all they've got to worry about is the manager because it'll be his decision sort of who stays and all goes. And then, you know, Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world have got a director of football on a part-time basis. I know, it's tragic. Hey, Chris, you know that uh, Peter Parker meme where they see, I think there's like a meme going around where he puts his glass, he, he puts his glasses on or he's got them off and he can see the Champions League logo and he takes them off. Well, it's wherever around it is and he can see like a flame, a gas flame and it's like a trick. Do you reckon that's what they did with Ronaldo when they re-signed him? They showed him Champions League banner from a distance. When he got closer, it went Conference League. Oh, not Champions <laughs> League. I feel like that could do a round. 
champion. I'm saying nothing. I am. Well, according to my recent name change, it looks like Champions League Championship. Cheers, Chris. He's trying to start a formation and trying to form a league of its own. And Anthony, your comment as well, trying to do a Burnley of a clear out. He's actually, he's probably sat there. He's got old shirts for every every team in the Premier League. He's doing a table. He's doing Premier League table by putting every every team shirt out and changing it every week. <laughs> oh well, we've got to be careful, Dan, because Southampton are coming up next, and we know Ant is a huge Southampton fan. He um, is. He is. But, uh, I do. I do. What? What? I missed totally. I do apologise, Dan. Uh, I was kind of. Double double tasking. What, what what did you say to me before, Anthony? What was that? He said something about he said something about me before he went on to Anthony's oh, comment. Yeah, about ch- speaking of Champions League to Championship. Thanks for the name change, Chris. Oh, all right. Um, I wasn't sure whether that was that or not. It's taking you long enough to notice it. <laughs> but, it's all right. Uh, I didn't notice Kate's message as well, saying, "Give me a thumbs up if you want a brew." So I've missed out on one of them and all. Yeah, well, hey, could be worse, could be worse. Uh, Brad, I'm going to come to you first with this one. Uh, we we can but hope for a 9-0, uh, but will it be um, or will it not to, to be? Uh, that is the question. Um, Anthony's going to get all excited now because he's seen the Southamp- Southampton logo. Um, <laughs> Leicester... Um, We've got a better up to performance. Uh, we've lost possession less times than Southampton, but we have conceded more goals. Surprise, surprise. Um, our conversion rate is better. Our shock, shock accuracy rate is better. Uh, again, clean sheets. Surprise, surprise. Uh, conceded less goals and uh, less cards as well. Ren has gone 5 0 Leicester straight away there, coming up with that. Um, it's not, we know it's not going to be another 9 0, but Southampton fans were booing old Ralph the other day, and there were actually there were Southampton fans that were singing, You're getting sacked in the morning. Oh, God, that's that's never nice. For, look, the guy suffered two disasters, one after another, in terms of footballing, you know, breakdown. 9 0 is bad enough once, but to do it twice back to back, it was almost impressive. And you know what? You know what, Chris? With, with what's come out over the last few weeks and the way Brendan's answered the questions, you know, the whole Casper thing was answered and put to bed relatively easily, um, mm. you know, saying that he'd be playing. It sounds like the idea was maybe Leicester would be a bit safer, a bit more higher up with a couple of points cushioned, so they could have played a bit more youngsters. Not to say they still won't against Southampton, especially if they beat Chelsea, but... It's down to us, Chris, so I've got to go for it, haven't I? Score prediction as well included. I'm gonna go for a nine nil Leicester, haven't I? Because you can't not <laughs> you can't you can't not just put a bet on Leicester to win nine nil and see if they can complete the trick. But I don't like the fact that Southampton fans are sing, singing to their own manager that's kept them up and done a stellar job for them. Maybe gone a bit stale, but remember what happened to Tony Pulis and Stoke? When they sacked stale football, hoofball or whatever it was that was too boring for them. They sacked him and eventually look what happened to them after a couple of seasons. So be careful what you wish for, Southampton fans. Mm. But it, it could be time to change things up as well. So I can understand why they might do it, but don't be your own manager to get him out of the club. That's, that's a bit too far for me. But yeah, 9-0 Leicester, mate. 
<laughs> Kate's bitch. I mean, when you look at look at this and what what Ralph does well, at you South. You look at me as well. well I mean, I've got her off camera looking at me going, huh? See, even he knows. <laughs> hey, I've known for a while, Kate. I've known for a while. You get in there. But no, I mean, when you look at at Southampton, again, what do the fans want? You know, this is a club that have got, well, they had reasonably rich owners. I don't know if they still have now, but they, how can I say? Every time they get the good player, because they've got a good youth system, they get him up, they sell them. And Ralph's got to try and deal with this. Is that, you know, this was Leicester of years ago, you know, almost selling to survive. He, he can never keep good. I'm sure Ward Prowse will be off in the summer somewhere. Uh, wouldn't mind him coming to Leicester. Let's just get that down. Yeah, definitely. Down, definitely you know. wouldn't mind that. But he is going to be, and, and Ralph's got that to contend with. And to say that he's still keeping them in that division, for me, I think he's doing a damn good job. Yeah, he is. He's done a fantastic job. No matter what those nine nils, you can you can park them and you go again in the next game. At the end of the day, yeah, it's you know they're always going to be there. You're always going to think, ah, oh, shit, you know the nine nil here, and use that. Southampton need to use that. You know what? They've done a bit a bit of a Denmark in the Premier League this year. They've lost some of their main players, some of their key players, you know, that have been sold and they've rallied together. And as you said, once again, fought to stay in the Premier League. They, you look at that team and think without James Ward-Prowse, they'd be in the mire, just the same yeah. as, you know, Burnley, Everton and Leeds. So, yeah, I think really they should be commending Ralph for what he's done. And uh, as Brad said, it's sort of a reap what you saw. Um don't bite the hand that feeds you sort of thing. Mm. Oh, my God. Sorry, breaking news here. Please, please tell me. Please tell me that's the right way, though. He's not... Sp Sheffield United have scored. Go on, United. Ah! <laughs> Stay irrelevant, Forrest. Stay classy. I, I've I've always said what a wonderful team Sheffield United were. Yeah, yeah, it was good for them to go back down just so they could do it, do us all a hero's justice. That's why they went got yes. relegated. They they took off for the team. That's what it was. Are, are, you, are you sure, Scott? It's not come up on the on the BBC yet. Um, oh, Scott, we're going to fall out if you're lying to us. Yeah, they are, they're only just they're only just kicking off the second half of uh, thingy on my feet. So yeah, but your know. feet's about three weeks behind, Dan. You're still watching the boxing. Last I knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Rene, do you think we'll play Vestergaard against his former club? Uh, no, I think I think Brendan has said a couple of times now that he wants to, um, or he's considering playing the youngsters. If he was going to play the youngsters, I think he would have played them against Norwich and Watford. Those were the two games that were perfect for the youngsters because no disrespect to them clubs. You know, we could have, you know, the youngsters beat Watford in the FA Cup. They couldn't. Scott says he's watching it on Sky Sports. So we'll take, we'll take that, Scott. We'll take that. Um, and I just think that, you know, I think Brendan wants to finish as high as he can. I think if Brendan can come out and say, hey, look, Guys, we finished eighth or ninth here, uh, top half to finish, and we got to a European semi final. It's not all as bad as everybody, you know, has been moaning and saying. Uh, so I think he's going to go for the win. Um, 
so I don't think he'll play Vestergaard. But I, yeah. um, I, and that said, I hope Vestergaard comes good next season. Um, it's got to be a Leicester win. It really has. Uh, if everybody, if everybody, oh, it's been ruled offside. Scott, oh, that, like, Scott, what? Scott, that's your fault. You jinxed it by saying it early, Scott. What you've done, oh, it's all your, it's all your fault. Mm. Scott, 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 Scott. You had one job. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, he's got, <laughs> one, he's got one job, Scott. Uh, no VAR yeah. though in the in the semis, but there will be VAR in the finals for all the all the players. I don't like that. It should mm-hmm. be it should be like the cup competition. If mm-hmm. they can allocate it for the lower leagues and that as well, they should do it. But if you're not going to have it in the semi final, you don't have it in the finals. No. Both are just that, as pivotal. That said, I think for the final, obviously. Whoever wins it has got to get used to VAR because they're going to have it next season. But uh, but no, going back to this, um, I think if if Leicester are in the mood for it and the Leicester turn up, and I know it was only Watford, but I don't, you know, you can only play who's in front of you. But if they turn up properly, I think we could uh, we could be looking at another four or five goals. But uh, Dan. Dan, Dan, the Burnley fan. Liverpool hosting Wolves. Liverpool have seen have just won tonight 2-1. It's all in their hands. It's at Anfield. They are going to be going for this absolutely big time, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, just to go back one, Chris, uh, I'm going to predict Leicester. No, you did say that, mate, yeah. Did I? Yeah. I, well, I, 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 you I don't remember him saying it, did you? No, I don't remember <laughs> saying it. No, you, you I, asked me I, about Ralph. You asked me about Ralph, but that were it. I think it was just the way you were going. I, I think it was because Scott had come on and gone. Um, uh, Scott, Scott again. Oh. Put, yeah, he came on about Sheffield United scoring. But I think from what you were saying, I kind of gathered yeah. you weren't going to hit me with a Southampton win. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely plus, not. Plus, Dan wants his pocket money. Yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. I do. Of course I do. And if I say Leicester win and they actually do win, I don't have to wash up either. Um, <laughs> This is, yeah, this, it's, all this yours, it's all yours for this one, then, uh, then, uh, Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Liverpool. You can't really fault it. Wolves have dropped off big time, and okay, you know they, they got a result against Norwich. Yeah, so what? It's Norwich. Um, Liverpool have got something to fight for, and they have. Pardon me. They have to win this. They don't win this, um, then. You know the the league to, the the league trophy is basically out of their hands and into Manchester City. So Liverpool all the way, Liverpool without all second the way. doubt. Yeah, Brad. Uh, you know, I think that Leicester find themselves in a similar situation because of this game. I think Leicester the the ball's actually in our court to take that eight that eighth place because. Wolves have probably been like Southampton, jumped on the jumped on the mega box too early, went down to the beach a few weeks too early, and, and they're not bothered about their season. And Liverpool gotta go all out for this. It doesn't matter how, you know, look, even if Wolves frustrate them, you only see one winner. And I think because of that, that might help Leicester if they can get something from Chelsea or inevitably beat Southampton. Fingers crossed, they'll take the eighth place. Because I only see one winner in this as well, mate. Liverpool. Liverpool will do what they've always done when they when they come second in this sort of situation. They'll fight violently to the end, but it won't be enough to win, but no. they'll get it. No, I, I I agree with you guys as well. I can only just see this going one way. Well, it was a bit disappointing for me because I, I was surprised they got rid of Nuno, but it happens. I thought they were a perfect fit. 
They brought Bruno in. They had a really good start, but they have fallen off sort of recently. Uh, I mean, if you know, if you look, if you look at the form there, um, where are we? Uh, you know, they, they they could only draw with Norwich. Man City put five past them. Uh, they did get, a, in fairness, they did get a draw with Wolves. Brighton beat them, and and even Burnley beat them. That's <laughs> like, like Emil Heskey's book. He's done an autobiography. And it's called Even Heskey Scored. It's one of those like even Burnley beat them. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, but I it so yeah. We're all we're all in the uh, we're all in agreement with that one. Um, so if Liverpool are going to win, what are Manchester City going to do? They are hosting Aston Villa. Um, you can see it's all green on the Manchester City side there. Um, you know, <laughs> the better team all around, uh, and they just keep getting better. They bought Haaland. Um, if we're not careful, we're going to end up with you know, like a Scottish position with 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 the uh, with with Man City and Liverpool. Um, it, it's <clears throat> I mean, Dan, is it, is it a Villa even going to bother turning up? I mean, I know you got Gerard who was probably going to want Villa to do well, so he'll probably go out for it. Yeah, Pep's got to go all out for it. Um, the thing is, you're coming up against an Aston Villa side managed by a Liverpool legend who's going to try and sack up his team to get something here. You're looking at another dying minutes game you know similar to the Manchester United away at Sunderland and you know Man, Man City QPR you're looking at another moment like that again I think um, however that said City are too strong for Aston Villa way too strong for Aston Villa and uh, we'll get the job done and get their hands on the trophy Right I mean we're looking at Ash good evening I guess you're a Tottenham fan <laughs> you're going Arsenal or who are you? Or you could, or are you a Toon fan? Possibly, um, more than likely a Toon fan, actually. Um, whatever it is, oh, you're I just not like to say fan. as well, Chris Scott was Billy bullshitting us because I've not, heard, I've not seen nothing, and it's now 21 minutes on the clock. I've not seen nothing. I've checked the commentary. There was no offside, no goal, nothing. <laughs> Scott, what have you been drinking, mate? We could all do. You little one. scoundrel, you. It was, I'll tell you what it was. I bet you it was a bloody replay. He's had too many alcoholics. That's what it is. Scott saw a replay <laughs> and thought it was number one. Uh, Ash, Newcastle fan, you're more than welcome, mate. Thanks for uh, popping in. Uh, if you haven't yet already, do what it says there and subscribe to the channel. It would be much appreciated. Um, yeah, Brad, um, Man City Villa. Champions League bottler versus the man who slips. God, who's gonna who's gonna come out on top of this one? It's Man City, isn't it? There's no point dipping around, but let's get straight to the point. Man City are gonna win it because it's just what they do, don't they? As annoying as it is, you know, I don't want to sound horrible. Maybe if it was someone else, I'd be dreaming that Villa hold on to a draw and someone else sneaks a win. But because it's Liverpool, you just know that they're just gonna be a bit more insufferable, even though they've already won it. We've kind of gone, all right, you finally got it. Well done. There's your blue Peter badge. But they'll try and be they were even more insufferable, especially if they win the quad. Mm. And for the lesser of two evils, you know, just so we don't have to put all our eggs in one basket around, which was beat Liverpool in the final. Man City win this, they win the league, and at least at least the worst we're gonna to have to deal with is treble and insufferable or not that. But yeah, I go for a Man City walking apart. Yeah. I've got a funny feeling. 
Hi. Go for Villa, go for Villa, go for Villa, go for Villa. <laughs> we'll go for a break. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, be sure to subscribe to the channel uh, and click that notification bell. We have got some good games, uh, our shows coming up. We've got our Chelsea preview tomorrow at 7 o'clock. We've got Ankit, a Chelsea fan, popping on uh, to give us his views on the game. Uh, on the final day, we did mention it earlier, we've got the Soccer Sunday final day watch-along. I've got three guests coming in. Anthony's one of them. Doug's one of them. And uh, Pidge, the uh, amazing uh, Watford fan. He's got a better backdrop than me. I've got to give him credit for that. He's also got more hair than me, and it's very, very much a nice make. And um, we're going to be covering all the three, the three battles there, as you can see. And then coming the week after, it will be a YouTube-only show. So please don't try and watch it on Facebook or Twitter. It will be on YouTube only, so for subscribers. And that's Jerry Taggart talking about Leicester City's season. And um, that could get very interesting. Now, where am I going to go with this one? I heard one of you was saying before. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna throw a spanner in the works here. <laughs> I'm gonna Go on, Dan. build attention with me. Oh, there we go. Um, I, I think we're gonna have a lot of drama on the last day. Um, Ask Stephen Gerrard at Villa is going to want to prove a point. Um, I don't. I'm not. I've none of this sort of that he. Uh, you know, he, he wants to do it for Liverpool or anything like that. He will want to win anyway. He's a winner, and if he can go on the last day of the season to Manchester City and get something, then he. You know, I think he will be a very, very, very happy man. Um, I'm going to go what? for a draw. I am going for a draw on this one. I don't think Man City or Aston Villa have enough for the win, but I think they could get the draw. It, by then, I could be losing anyway, so it won't matter. Um... <laughs> I'll tell you what, if it comes down to this, though, Chris, I'm going to have to mute my messenger because I'm going to get a load of expletives from you. You say, why the effing this? Did I effing back that? I might just fill in the wrong boxes. Oh yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Don't <laughs> worry. I paid Dan enough just to screen record it, so we know. We know. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to screen record Anthony's support in Southampton, so he should enjoy that. Uh, the last game. Um, the last game we're going on brings me, and we haven't done this for a while, but it would be wrong of me not to do it on the last show. It's time for the Daily Spurs.
How long since Bur uh, Tottenham? Sorry, I said Burnley. Then how long since Tottenham have won a trophy? Well, they probably feel like they've won a trophy because they're, they're going to finish above Arsenal probably, and that to them is as, as, as good as a trophy gets these days. But for those of you that are interested, it's fourteen years, seventy-eight days, four hours, forty-five minutes. No, forty-six minutes and three seconds. Tottenham. What we what, what did Chas and Dave used to sing? Tottenham, Tottenham, no one can stop them. I think somebody should give them a push start. Dan, whatever we say, though, this is going to be Tottenham's really, isn't it? Uh, it is, but I'm here for Steve, so I've got to go Norwich. Yeah, you're right. I, I put you down for that anyway, but I'm just thinking what your thought was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my, my thought is it's, it's going to be Spurs. Um, has to be. To be honest with you, uh, if if Norwich, although I say this, Spurs are very good at bottling it on the last day of the season. Unless um, they play Leicester. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, pick up. we got when we got when we were in the Premier League under Owen Coyle the first time. Um, obviously, wanted left. Um, you know, we were two 0 down against Spurs and we ended up winning 4-2 we were already relegated by that point uh, I think they played somebody else recently on the final day uh, in recent seasons and got beat as well by another relegated side Norwich Newcastle. Norwich and Norwich though. yeah it could have been could have been uh, Norwich are, Norwich are poor so that said it's it's got to be Spurs they've got to take some belief from that nicking that Burnley win the bastards yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to put you down there for the Norwich win then, Steve and uh, <laughs> Brad. Uh, as much as I'd love to sit here and say Tottenham are going to bottle it, they actually deserve it. Uh, sorry, I couldn't I, I couldn't say that loud enough. It, it's just horrible to say at least too much of a bit of taste. And I have to say that they probably deserve it over other teams. So I'm not going to say it too loud. Um, but to be fair, it took them getting bent over a barrel by Antonio Conte the second time around in the boardroom to get the man they actually should have got originally. But I mm -hmm. just don't, I don't see them to do anything. I, they haven't got a juvenation or like a Newcastle did it, or, or other teams have before when they've been relegated and gone down because you normally see it. And I feel sorry for Dean Smith because it's just a curse being at Norwich when they're in the Premiership and managing them. Really, about as much as a curse as a Watford job, full stop. I mean, God, Watford are the only team I could still put a fiver on them sacking the manager still top of the league because they'll do it. But uh, I just see Tottenham winning this game. They'll already had fourth place sewn up, I reckon, if it's possible beforehand. Um, if not, they'll, they'll make sure of it 100% with a comfortable away win against Norwich. Indeed. Um, I mean, if Norwich could do it... I tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. So, um, wouldn't we all? But like you say, Brad, it's Norwich. And I think, you know, no disrespect to them, Spurs under 18s could go out and beat Norwich at the moment, the way that they're playing. It looks like there's two minutes added time on. Um, we are that much away from penalties between Forest and Sheffield United. Scott, where's, Scott, where's this goal you owe us? Come on, mate. It's all right. I'm, curr I'm currently watching Sheffield United. Uh, a ball's bounced over. A ball bounced over the knots for its defender, Joe Worrell. 
Sheffield United were in. <laughs> Brass Mwamba came forward and he's sort of gone to try and palm the ball away and might have hit Conor Hurahan's head. So Sheffield United could have been denied a last-minute penalty. Ah. If only they had VAR in the playoff semi-finals. Who knows what could have happened. Exactly. Sheffield exactly. United must hate technology. Do you remember that handball situation that would have sent Villa down? And now they're, yeah. they're sat here potential penalty, but no VAR to look at it. God, they must hate We're going to penalties. Spoilers. Chris <laughs> has still got a minute left, Dan. Shall we Shall we stay on a little bit longer and see how this penalty shootout goes? Don't oh, go on, why not? Go on, we're having a watch along. Well, yeah, I'll we'll have a bit you... of a watch along. I'll um, keep you informed, Chris, if you're behind or out. Sorry? Yeah, well, we probably will be. Um, we'll right, probably have the team know. talk for 10 minutes now, won't they, while they try and sort out who's taking yeah. what. Yeah, let's just see if we can get... Who's shorts um, are less brown? I want 10 of you. <laughs> At least five of you. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to go off camera, mate, because I'm going to use the Yeah, PC. not a problem. Not a problem. I'm just seeing what I can get up here. Um, What's that song that Sheffield United sing? You fill up my senses Like a night in the forest Like a night out in Sheffield That wonderful stuff Oh, I've no idea what you're on about. I, I, haven't. I can't translate that myself. No, I thought I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let him. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna let him. I'm sing a song about a greasy chip butter. They sing a song about a greasy chip butter. Do they? Oh. Yeah. Thought, oh God! I don't even. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know, yeah. Dan. Let Let us know when the meds kick in, mate. Right, I will be back in a second, guys. You two <laughs> just have a chat. Oh, what do you reckon, and Dan? How's it going? How's the penalty going to go while Chris is sorting himself out? I don't know. That looking at oh. the game while looking at the game while it's been on, I just think Sheffield United look like the team that want it more. Um, not as far as look like they've tried to play this game out now. They've, okay, they've had a few chances from crosses, but nothing, nothing concrete. Nobody there. They're just hopeless balls into the box. But um, it's it can all change in a shootout, can't it? But I just think yeah. that Sheffield United look like they've got more about them. They look a bit more energised. Forest problem, look like they just want the game to be over with. Yeah, the problem you can have with that, and I don't know if it becomes a psychological thing, is if you're the team that goes all out in extra time, and you're the, and the other team, like you said, try and hold out for that. We, we remember, don't we, infamously, Chris, in 96 when we played Palace. Palace were sitting mm. out, going for the draw. There was 118 minutes on the clock. They saw penalties. They were already mentally preparing. And Martin O'Neill made one of the most ingenious substitutions in a playoff final ever, taking off his first-choice goalkeeper for a second-choice to prepare for penalties. Mm. It took Palace yeah. off, and that's how Clarence scored the winner. And I just saw, I always wonder in them situations, what would have happened? And um, Chris, didn't, didn't somebody write a book on a what-if scenario for Leicester? I yes, might be wrong. they did. They, they yeah. did indeed, yeah. But it, I always did wonder, what, what if Leicester had lost that, a lot, you know, drawn in that extra time and not found that winner? Would they have won on penalties? And I sometimes think that if you go all out to win it in extra time and it doesn't pay off, you might just be that extra bit leggy. 
Which yeah, you don't want probably. to be running up to a ball with dead legs, do you? You don't want to probably, be running up yeah. dead, from dead weight. Um, hopefully, Ashtes, yeah. Hopefully. Sorry, Ashtes here. Oh, he's a Leicester fan. One player you could sign. Who would you choose? I'm going to go with Ward Prowse because I think he would be a good signing to replace Tillemans in the midfield there. Uh, but I've probably got a list of about five or six, to be honest with you. But just off the top of my head, I'd probably uh, probably go for that. Um, I don't know. I can't see if they've kicked off yet with penalties. Um, First players walking up to the take the penalty now, Chris. Uh, Burnley. Burnley-born Oliver Norwood is stepping up for Sheffield United. He's got to get a Burnley thing in there somewhere, hasn't he? He was in Burnley. Nah, nah. We just we, we pass him about. We play Kirby with babies around here. Now that I can believe. Referee just talking to the goalkeepers, but um, Oliver Norwood's got the ball down on the spot already. I mean, can I just throw, ch- chuck out a free transfer idea? And you know, I'm not, it's not going to cost us anything in wage. I mean, apart, well, not going to cost us anything in fee. Yeah, just quickly before the penalties start, Brad. Very quickly. Yeah, might, might be five hundred grand a week we've got to pay him, but Kylian Mbappe too much to ask. Yes. Free transfer. Because <laughs> I don't know how realistic I have to be with that question he was asking. If I could agree with you and say what Prowse. First pen's about to be taken. Only Norwood up against Brass Samba. Come on, Sheffield United. Boris goalkeeper taking his time, getting making his way to the line. Yeah, he'll score it. Oh! First penalty missed. Oh, for God's sake. One job, man. Oliver Norwood missed the penalty. Oh, he has missed, yeah. What? You can can always trust my graphics, uh, Dan. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's a good save. It's a very good save by Brass Samba, to be fair. He went the right way, read it. Brennan Johnson set to take the penalty for uh, Knox Forest. Brilliant. Fodderingham looks confident, though. If you're watching it, Dan, you can describe the actual saves and what have you. There we go. And Forrest 1-0. Brennan oh. Johnson sends, sends Wesley following him the wrong way and uh, Forrest take advantage. That makes it 2-2 on the night. Oh, I don't know what my one's doing here. It doesn't matter if it's 2-2 on the night, does it? So it's 1-0 on penalties to the old... Nottingham Forest. Oh, we know what it's going to be, don't we, Brad? Former Villa midfielder Connor Hurahan about to step up. I hope not, but I've got a funny feeling. I'll yeah, I've got a funny feeling. The thing is, would it be funny oh, for them to lose at one? Hold it. Hurahan's gone to put it down the centre. Samba's just stood there and he's, just, he's literally just ticked an arm out. It's hit the arm. Bounced off the crossbar and bounced away. Wow. Wow. Well, well I, I feel a bit foolish with my little mocking laugh. I, I, I to offside, but A-O, there you go. I'll have to lose in the final, man. It could all change. It nah, could all change. You miss your first two penalties, you lose. You deserve to lose. You do. You do. 
So two missed penalties for Sheffield United. Right, as I was just saying, say then, Dan. Um, sorry, Brad. Is it? Would it be funnier for um, <laughs> Sheffield United to lose at Wembley, though? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who this fella is, but somebody for Forest stepping up. Can't can't see near my back at shirt. But I'm guessing he's popped it in. Yeah, it's I'm going to force Cafu. Oh, Fodderingham gets a hand to it. Cafu. He's not happy about that. Yeah, good old Cafu. Well, yeah, he's and I think... 90 now, mustn't he? Yeah, <laughs> player. Clearly still doing a job good enough for the championship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here comes the third miss, and this will be game. I don't know if anybody's typing what the score is in the um, in the chat. I'm not looking. Sander uh, Berg is about to step out. up for Sheffield United. Sander Berg. Oh, yeah. This is getting missed anyway. Who's the Manchester United manager now? Oh, sorry, Sheffield United manager now. Paul Heckingbottom. Yeah, the guy who was left in charge to relegate Watford last time out, wasn't he? Yeah, Sanderberg buries it. Send Brass yeah. Samba. Yeah. Send Brass Samba the wrong way. Uh, Two one. Game on. So I'm guessing yeah. here, hang on a minute. Not not one. Not two. One, two. So it's been three penalties each. Boris Defender. Steve Cook is set to set the third penalty. Oh, ex-ball. Former Bournemouth it? man. Yeah. Go on, please. It's top left-hand corner, it? I think, for San- Sander Burge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, if they've got any hope, he's got a mess, in not he? Steve Except Cook's running up. And he sends the keeper the wrong way. It's oh. uh, 3-1 on penalties to Forrest. Yeah. 3-1. Now, if Sheffield United miss this... Very similar to Sander Burge, Chris, as well. Yeah, Very similar they, to Sanderbergs. If they miss this, they are out. Sheffield United miss this. Forest go to Wembley to play Huddersfield. And you've got to say you would fancy Nottingham Forest in that, I'm afraid. Oh, well. Anyway, six points next season, Brad. Think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, and only, and only about six points for them all season. They can beat Derby's record. That would be good. That would be funny. So, have Sheffield United got the guts? I, I would hate to be that guy now that's uh, going up. Steve Cook has scored. I've just seen yeah, that. that was, a... that was the one that yeah. went in, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure who this guy is who's about to step up. Yeah. He looks like a young lad. To be fair, he's got no pressure on him. His other teammates before him have let him down. He's taking, taking a long yeah. run up. Yeah. Skying it. And he sends, he sends Samba the yeah. wrong way. Oh, Undale has made it 3-2. Can we have a little bit of false hope? Can this one like hit the post or something? Come on, Dan. Wish it. (laughs) Wish it wanted to do it. Go on. If former, if if Forest youth player, well, former Forest youth player who's come through the academy, Joe Lollet is taking the fourth penalty. Is Steve Cook, is he ex-Bournemouth? Is he the ex-Bournemouth guy? Yeah, yeah. You know. Joe um... Lollet scores this. It is all over for Sheffield United. Keep as a pre-dawn, yeah. Come on, come on, which way is it going to go? Left, and it's a goal, it's a goal. He scored, and I has scored yeah. the goal. Oh, oh, Chris, 
Forest have missed. Joe Lally has sent it over the bar. It's just got here. Goal, Nottingham Forest. Oh, no. No, that was before. Joe Lally has just stepped up. He's guided at the false hope is there. He's literally tried to send it down the middle and he's he's ballooned it right over the bar. Wow. 3-2. Yep, Joe Lally. Sheffield United have to score. And it's... um, Morgan Gibbs White, the man on loan from Wolverhampton oh, Wanderers. So we're, we're on to well, uh, sudden death at the moment now, I aren't think we? So, yeah, you play, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think. I think we've had five United. penalties each, haven't we? No, no, no. This is Sheffield yeah, United's last penalty, but Forest still have one. Yeah, so they, they they have to score this, and then he has to save another penalty, or they have to miss it to go to sudden Gibbs death. Gibbs White, right? It's saved. It's saved. Forest are going to Wembley. Oh. Tottenham reject for a reason. Oh well. <laughs> oh yes, but oh well. For a the moment one... there, for a the moment there, we we nearly dreamed. We nearly dreamed, guys. Um, We're all storming the pitch. Oh, I look at the Huddersfield. I mean, if it happens, it happens, and if they come up, they come up, and who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll um, do in Norwich. Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully so. But hey, we've still got we've still got uh, Huddersfield tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be a Huddersfield fan, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Thank you so much. A bit, a bit of an extended show there, with a bit of a difference, with a bit of a penalty watch along at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was Scott, interesting. Thanks so much, mate. Take care. All the best, mate. So I like the Scott. Take care, Scott. Um, Dan. With your correct name there, where can people find you? Obviously on here most evenings, but <laughs> give your own channel a shout out. Yeah, so if I'm not bailing Chris out the shit on this channel, um, yeah, you can find me. You can <laughs> find you Chris over on my channel. You've yet to host it on your own. Yeah, yet. that's true. That is true. Yes. You can find Chris over on my channel bailing me out the shit many, many more times <laughs> than I've done this. Uh, but yeah, you can find me, as it says below, at Turf More House on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch, and on podcast platforms, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. So, yeah, please do subscribe. Uh, not just Burnley content, but Premier League content. And show Chris some bloody love as well, because that the old bugger deserves it. All right, thank you, sir. Are you on uh, Fans Only yet? I'm not. I'm not. And the way that Kate's wiggling her finger says I'll never be on it. You're losing out, mate. I'm getting so many followers on that. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I've got Tom Cruise as my profile picture, but there we go. You know? <laughs> Brad, everybody knows that they can find you on here. Where else can they find you, sir? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, thank you for, for doing this prediction, Lee, Chris, all season. It's been a joy to do it, no matter what happens in the last week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Full Time Focus, uh, and if you, I'd be ever so grateful if you checked out my YouTube channel, which is a matter of opinion. You can find me loading up podcast episodes there. This week's one is a wrestling one, uh, which is I'm looking forward to doing. So, yeah, if you ch- check the link in my bio on on the Twitter, you'll find it there. And make sure you also go stay here, subscribe to Chris's if you've not already, and go over to Turf More House and give him a subscribe and a and a follow uh, and the rest. 
links will be for all of those will be in um the youtube description below they certainly are for brad i'm gonna have to go and do dan's because it, it was a late addition to the show thank you so much for standing in for uh steve um, Dan. um good luck for the rest of the week um Knowing Burnley, I just think, I think you will struggle against Villa, and then I think you'll just maybe get something on the last day. I can just see you making a making it really hard for yourself. Yeah, probably, probably it's it's the Burnley way. It's, ah, yeah. Well, we know that, don't we, Brad? We get the you yeah. know, We don't do things easy either, guys. Yeah, thanks very much for all your support and coming on, and we that will speak great. soon. Take care. Cheers, Chris. Yeah. Later, mate. Uh, thanks to both guys. Make sure you do go and follow their channels. Uh, Dan puts a lot of work into his, as does Brad. I shouldn't say <laughs> I'm not saying that Brad doesn't, but get over there and show the guys some love. Um, don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, we have um, the preview show at 7 o'clock with Anne Kit, myself and Craig, looking ahead to the Chelsea game. And uh, on the last day, do not forget the Soccer Sunday final day watch along. Uh, there's going to be the 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 I say the Danny was not coming on my show. He's doing his own. Um, we've got Doug who'll be looking after the title battle. Anthony who'll be looking after the fight for Europe, and Pitch who will be looking after the scrap for survival. It could all go absolutely tits up, but hey, if it does, we'll have a laugh doing it. And then don't forget next week. Uh, live only on YouTube subscriber vision uh, is Jerry Taggart looking at last season but you must be subscribed to the YouTube channel to be able to watch that uh, I'm sorry but that's the way the cookie crumbles <laughs> back after this Thanks for all you said. And if you've been listening on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, or Podcast Addict, or whatever your whatever your platform of choice is, less little I die. Thank you for giving me your ear, and uh, thank you for watching. Please, as I say, go and subscribe. I will see you tomorrow at 7. I'm off to bed now. I need my beauty sleep, as you can see. I will speak to you later tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Take care. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.